Welcome to Set Up for Lifetime Value, a podcast series from Underwater Pistol, where we discuss e-commerce trends, answer your questions, and deliver some really useful advice on how to stay ahead of the curve in the online retail industry. Follow along to get set for life with the best e-commerce tech stack. Hello and welcome back to Set Up for Lifetime Value. Today we're talking about all things SEO keywords and I'm joined by two very special guests who know all about the topic so we're in very good hands. First we have our regular SEO speaker which is Peter Lee who's SEO specialist here at Underwater Pistol. Thanks for coming back again Pete. Thanks for having me. And also we have an extra special guest and that is Sam Pennington, who is Senior SEO Manager at New Look. Thank you very much for joining us as well, Sam. No worries. So before we start off, Sam, would you like to give us a little intro about you and what you do? That'd be great. Yeah, so I'm Sam. I'm the Senior SEO Manager at New Look. Um, if you haven't heard of New Look, or you haven't seen a New Look store, then do you even wear clothes nowadays? I'm not quite sure. Um, I've been an SEO for around about 15 years, typically within e-com environments at places like The Hook Group, Matalan, Misguided, RIP, etc, um, etc. Et and now I'm here at New Look. Fab, thank you very much and thank you for being here as well. Um, and then, Pete, I've made you do an intro many times now, so this is not the first in the series, but just in case someone is completely new, would you like to give us a little intro to what you do as well? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Pete. I'm the SEO specialist here at UWP. Uh, if you haven't listened to the other podcasts and don't know me, I've been working in SEO for a good few years now, um, working with some of the biggest companies in their fields, which is pretty exciting. Majority of it has been in the e-com space, but B2B and B2C, so I've, uh, I've been around the block a bit. Love the use of that expression in that context. So, you know, I'll just take that, take that out. Little quote, use that against you. All right, Fab, thank you. Thank you both for introducing yourself. So the topic of today's episode is everything you need to know about SEO keywords. So as usual, we're starting with the very basics. So Pete, I'm going to ask you a question first. If someone is completely new to SEO, they might not even know what a keyword is. So what is a keyword in SEO? Um... I feel like the the simple approach here is to just say that a keyword is, is just a term that people search in a search engine in order to obtain information, find products, whatever it might be. Um, and that is what it is, but it's also more than that. So in the grand scheme of it, like that word is kind of a gateway to a whole world of information at your fingertips, which sounds really cliche, right? But by searching just one term, you can gain access to a wealth of information and products or services, like I mentioned, which is just kind of crazy when you think about it. When there's one word is bringing back millions of results. Um, so from the business side of this, by utilizing keywords and curating relevant content around them, um, implementing them within your website, you can kind of completely transform your online presence and have also obtained that kind of wealth of information as a result. So not only are keywords used by consumers when, like physically searching for something, um, they're used by us as SEOs and content producers to curate strategies and helpful content based around those topics to better inform the consumer and navigate them towards a particular business's site. So using these keywords, sorry, as part of like a relevant and valuable content strategy helps you to be seen as an authority. Great, thank you. That is a great explanation. Yeah, as you said, that could either be a very, very short answer or one that's a bit more in depth because, mm. you know, it depends how, how you want to go into it. But I think you've covered that. Great. Thank you very much, Pete. Uh, next, so there's not just one type of keyword in SEO. There are multiple different types. So, Sam, how many types of keywords are there in SEO? I I typically think there's there is three. So you can look at an informational an informational query. So typically something 
do you want to find out what the weather's like in New York today? Do you want to find out, I don't know, who Thomas Edison was, the inventor of a light bulb? Some random information off the top of my head for you. You then have a transactional query. It may be that you're looking to purchase something. So how does a customer search for something that they want to purchase? They want to buy a dress. What do they search to buy that dress? How specific do they go? But all of those end up resulting in the purchase of an item at, at the end. There is then a third type of query, which is typically more a navigational query. So how do you how do you get to something, whether it be a page or a location? What do you have to search for? Can you have directions to this? Is it a case that somebody searching for something like use the same I use the, the the same keyword in two ways here, but dresses can be a transactional query in one way with someone looking to purchase a dress, but it can also be a navigational query because it can also ultimately allow you to find a local store that sells that product also. So there is typically, in my opinion, three types and some of them cross over quite quite well. Um It'll be interesting to see what we, how we go into that a little bit further within the next couple of questions, I think. Mm, fab, thank you. So you said um, that in your opinion, there's three. Do, would you say that, that people have different opinions then, that someone might say there's, I don't know, ten? Um, I would, there's, there's, probably, there's probably ways to break it down a little bit further into, into sub-ones or into, um, should we say, more refined brackets because you may search for a red polka dot dress a very specific term which is taking you to something exceptionally specific whereas dress then more generic is taking you to something broader and more informational before it gets further down so you can probably have sub i guess subtypes within one but then ultimately they come into three broad brackets i would say Ah, oh, fab. So I think, yeah, as, as this is like an introduction, it's probably useful to view it in those informational, transactional, navigational. Fab. Thank you very much. Um, next, so we know a bit about what keywords are and what, what different types there are. But when people are starting out in SEO and, you know, thinking about keywords, they're going to want to know how to actually c compile a list of keywords for them to target. And there's different ways to do this. So I'm going to ask you both for your your techniques. So Pete, starting with you, how would you go about compiling a list of SEO keywords for your business, whatever uh, that may be? Dependent on what the business is, I think I would always start with common sense, which I know sounds a bit obvious and a bit stupid and completely unrelated to SEO, but starting with common sense and your knowledge of the industry is a great way to get going, right? So essentially you already know what people are searching for, or you have an idea of what people might be searching for. Then off the back of that, you start top level with a search you want to gain information on, get kind of a general overview of search intent from your consumers. Um, and then navigate from there. So once you have that kind of general intent, you can really start to drill down and kind of get into all those those tiny little details. Um, but first and foremost, I think you kind of need to determine what you need your keywords for, how you're going to use them. Um, as Sam's kind of already touched on, are you looking for people with transactional intent or are you looking to um, deliver information to people? You know, you kind of need to need to understand that first so you know where your content is going to go. Um, dive a little deeper into those keywords then explore the questions people ask and what relates to that look at the related topics to your niche like are they relevant one thing i will say and i will continue to say it um, is don't always assume that high search volume is going to be your best friend the same goes for search difficulty it's important to remember that seo tools will never have like truly accurate information they only give us a good indication so 
with that said, they can't calculate the value of their consumer. So those keywords that have only 10 searches a month, for example, could be a massive earner for your business. Um, and throughout my career, we've, you know, I've utilized what are essentially zero volume or low volume keywords uh, and help companies make a lot of money. So not all of the content that you create is going to be relevant um, to what you offer and trying to force keywords that are not relevant to you is not going to do you any favors. So just don't do it at all. I would say that when you're looking at those keywords and this kind of expands a little bit further past content, but keywords don't just have to be utilized within written content. They can kind of inform part of a wider strategy within the business. Um, I've said it before and I will continue to say it again and I will bang on about it, but relevancy should be a predominant focus for you when doing keyword research, which kind of goes back to what I was saying about common sense. You know, you know your industry um, and as such, you kind of know how to write things. It's just kind of honing that a little bit better, you know? So like I say, I've been banging on about it for years, but write for people first, always. Uh, and this is especially true now with the helpful content update. So when it looks at the way I do keyword research, it's very much dependent on the business and their goals, to be honest with you. Okay, great, thank you very much. That's great to hear your hear how you go about it. And now I'm wondering, Sam, is your technique different or is it, what do you do that's kind of the same or different to how Pete approaches this? I guess there's I guess there's huge crossover, right? So understanding the sort of company goals, what your goal is by the keyword research that you're trying to do is a great is a great starting spot. So, you know, you need to understand is it is it the, the dresses terms that you're looking to expand out on? You need to understand what product or what service it is that you're ultimately trying to promote and the likelihood of or the common sense factor, as as Pete puts it, around what is a customer likely to search to find that? And then the next place to start is the actual SERP itself. So when you understand that and you know your couple of broad generics maybe, so I'd class some of those high volume, potentially unfriendly keywords, as Pete mentions, being your broad generics in that scenario, have a look at them, see what the SERP looks like. What features is the SERP pulling through? Is it pulling through maps? Is it pulling through images? Is it pulling through um, a lot of paid ads? Is it pulling through clothing, like clothing carousels from, from um, PLAs or Google Shopping? When you understand that, you get an idea straight away of what the intent is for that keyword and what you're, what you, what if you're trying to get into that space itself, the type of keyword or the type of content that you then need to produce based around that keyword or topic it also gives you an understanding of who's doing that well for that type of keyword and you can then utilize those with by some tools to understand exactly what those competitors are doing and how they're doing their own keyword research to some extent um, i guess all in all that brings around to actually the utilization of a lot of tools so i say a lot of tools some potentially paid tools some potentially free tools but you have a wealth of data right typically within most businesses have a wealth of data before you even go anywhere else that can help really help you on your keyword research and understand actually whether what a customer is currently searching to find your business whether it be you know an e-com store or whether it be a lead generation site or selling a service if what they're searching is actually doing the right job for you so you can look at stuff like google search console for instance if you do any paid ad advertising you can look at a search query report now there's a lot of data in these things and you can go about mining all of that data and collating it into a big keyword list there's also further tools you can use stuff like seo minion and semrush which 
you can stick in a web address and it'll give you a list of potential keywords that you could use for that. But ultimately, no matter how much volume of keywords you get in that form, what you then need to do is look at how you collate, consolidate, categorize, prune that list so that it actually creates something that is usable based on what your initial goal is and your initial target was. Because it's pointless having a keyword like, I work in fashion, so something like boots, for instance, very high search volume, generic term. Ultimately, customers will search that to find boots, but they also know that when they search that query, they're going to find the brand boots. So it's understanding whether that keyword is going to be worth targeting or not. And only by looking at further data points will you understand if that is a keyword worth targeting down the line. So that's typically what we do from a, a very sort of top level uh, fashion perspective. Um, another sort of element which I didn't quite touch on there is also understanding the product that you've got. So, you know, we might have 4,000 dresses on the New Look website at this moment in time, but how can you slice that section of dresses? You know, there's long sleeve dresses in there, there's different color variations, there's different pattern types, there's different styles of dress or type of dress. How many times can you slice that product set up to target individual different subsections and keywords? And that's a really interesting way to to span out and to look at your keyword research, I guess, because not only can you look at what competitors are doing based on a very small subcategory, but you can also then look at your own product and say, do I have enough product to fulfill a query such as that and answer that intent? Um, and that's where I would <clears throat> always suggest on trying to get to and trying to end up, especially from a from an e-com uh, fashion perspective, because ultimately those category pages will generate a lot of revenue and a lot of traffic if you get them ranking correctly. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you very much. I feel like, yeah, as you mentioned, there's you've, you've kind of you and Pete have talked about different things, but there's like the key crossover of the common sense part, because even if, you know, you've got the this technical side down to a T, you need to be able to notice that boots, as you said, boots is going to come up with the brand boots. Uh, so great. Thank you very much for both sharing your insights. Also, Sam, I hadn't heard of some of those tools that you've mentioned. So very useful for me as well. So thank you very much. Um, and then that brings us to an end. So that is everything you need to know about SEO keywords. Of course, there is actually more you need to know. But I think as an introduction that you, we've done a pretty good job covering some of the basics. So thank you both for joining us today. It's been great to hear insights. Hopefully we'll hear you from you again in the future. Thank you for having me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Bye, guys. Cheers. Thanks Cheers. a lot. Bye.